hi and welcome back to the YN podcast I'm Jolene and today I'm gonna start off telling you guys a really really funny story well actually it's just I think it's really funny I can see how this could be perceived as just meme. <laughs> like I said in the first episode, I think I'm so funny. I think my sense of humor is great, but it is sort of an acquired sense of humor. So maybe this story is not rated E for everyone. Maybe it's rated like J, just for Jolene. I think it's a really funny situation. I do feel bad about it. I'm just gonna say because I do have feelings and I don't want anyone thinking I'm just like a straight-up bully So I do have feelings towards it. And I do feel bad, but just the situation is really funny. So essentially I'm friends with this guy. We'll call him Justin. Me and Justin, you know, we're just we're just friends, you know And so we're snapchatting and the way I snapchat is just like back and forth just sending pictures of your face or random things like just it's just responding to each other's snapchats it's just pictures and usually when you're snapping someone and you open that snap and you're responding right away you just double tap their name you know snap a pic and then click send and it will already send to that person because you're already like replying to that person so when you're not responding to someone you literally have to be on the camera like the main camera click and like snap a pic and then press the blue button and then like like look for the name like click on the person that you want to send it to like that's a very like deliberate action it's not just like responding real quick and i made a big deal of explaining that entire process for a reason okay so me and justin we are snapchatting just sending face pictures back and forth, like no conversation, just responding to each other, just, you know, double tapping, respond, send, and that's it. And so I sent a Snapchat to Justin and then I'm like away from my phone and I come back to my phone, get on Snapchat and I open the Snapchats from Justin. The first picture, cause there's two Snapchats. The first picture is just like a normal response, like what we are doing already. The second picture is, see here's where here's where I wish that there was like a video set up for this so that I can like show the picture and it would make more sense. But the second picture that he sent was him with like a Snapchat filter on where like it made his like skin a little more orange and like it had like black hearts on the cheeks and then there's like freckles and stuff like that and like there are little hearts like around his head like it's a very feminine filter to use and Justin is a very typical straight male I say typical straight male because like just not like toxic masculinity but like the not toxic parts of a very typical toxic masculinity man you know like that type of thing and the caption that he put on the picture was i feel cute today and because that was the second snapchat it means that he was on his camera chose the filter felt was like feeling himself and then 
clicked the blue button and decided to send it to me. Like it wasn't already going to me. It was like he decided to send it to me after posing, after taking that picture. So he sent it to me and I opened the snaps and that's the second snap I opened from him. And I'm like, what? Cause I thought he was joking because the picture like, yes, I had the filter and like, yes, it is more of a deliberate action. But it wasn't like he was posing like trying really hard to take a good picture like it looked like the phone was almost just like in his lap and then he just decided to put the filter on it so that's why i was like i don't know if he was like actually being serious and like feeling himself and like that was him taking a selfie and like sending it to me or if it was just like him just like messing around because it wasn't it didn't look like he was trying that hard so i i was so i was just taken aback and i thought it was funny because it's always funny to me when like like straight men are like feeling themselves because like it's like not something they normally do like usually straight men are kind of just like whatever you know like they don't really care that much about their appearance which is a very very like large generalization obviously it's not 100% true but I just thought it was funny so I sent a picture back of me with like my hand over my mouth laughing and the caption I put was Baha please in all capitals because like I was just laughing. It was funny. I sent it back to him and then he leaves me on open. So I'm like, uh oh, I was like, <laughs> was he not being serious then? Like, did I hurt his feelings by literally laughing at his selfie? Because that's what that's basically what I did. So I felt bad. But then I was like, um, I'm just not going to think about it too much because like, I don't know, like, I don't want to like I don't want to start something if it's like actually nothing so I was just like I'm gonna wait around to see how long that this silence is gonna last before it gets like dangerous and I have to do something about it and so the whole day passes it's like eight hours later and then he texts me like on iMessage not like a snapchat anymore like it's literal text and he goes I was really feeling myself this ad afternoon I don't know why and then I was like oh my gosh I was like it's it wasn't a joke and I literally just laughed at him for like he, was, he thought he was looking good and then I like felt really bad about it I didn't know what to say so I was like trying to think of what to say and then finally I responded I was like omg I was like Baha, I'm so sorry I didn't know you were being serious I thought you were joking and I was like I think like I think you looked like fine like you looked good and then he left me on red on iMessage and I was like okay well what are we gonna do about that um so yeah that was like kind of mean to be honest, okay, yes, it's kind of mean, and I do feel bad about it, but, like, you in the situation, you have to have been in the situation to understand how, like, weird it was. Like, it was just, it just caught me off guard, and I was just laughing, because, like, what, I didn't know what I was supposed to do in that situation, but actually, everything is solved now, because he's fine, and then, this was, like, a couple of days ago, so, like, we are just normal again, so I think he's fine, I think we're fine. Moral of the story, sometimes it's okay to laugh at your friends. I'm totally kidding. That's totally a joke. Anyways, episode two, I am excited. I don't really know how to describe my emotions right now because I had just uploaded episode one, maybe two days ago. So there's not really much that has happened since the upload. Um, there's not really any feedback that I've received or any data I can look at it's kind of just like me talking again my cousin did give me some good feedback though because she is the only person like that I know in real life that I told 
about this podcast and she said quite some nice things quite some funny things she started off saying not to let it get to your head but i've always liked listening to you talk embarrassing and i thought that was really funny because it definitely did get into my head and she definitely should be embarrassed and then she just went on to say really nice things and that she liked the structure and she said that she's my number one fan as she should be oh and then she also said as someone who did used to read harry styles fan fiction the yn really resonated with me she was actually the one that like got me in to one direction which then led me to fan fictions which then led to this podcast title. So if we are really going to credit the title of this podcast to anyone, it should be my cousin Miley. There you go. When she's listening to this, she's gonna it, she's gonna feel so happy and be so proud of herself. But yeah, besides that, I don't really know what anyone thinks of my podcast, which is totally fine because I, even if I knew what people thought of my podcast, to be honest, I'm just gonna keep talking about whatever I wanna talk about. <laughs> like this, this podcast originated for me and you know you gotta stay connected to your roots that's you know i never want to lose my roots to fame you know i'm kidding again obviously i would take any feedback any suggestions that anyone has for me getting into today's topic well actually i wanted to say that this is my second time recording this episode Originally, I was talking about a different topic, and I'd gotten really into it, and after recording and re-listening to it, I realized that I hadn't come to terms with the topic yet, and like, it, it hasn't been solved, and like, there was no conclusion to it, and I didn't want to publicize that topic and like the issues I was talking about if I wasn't really sure if that was the end. And I didn't want to paint certain things in my life in that almost negative way if I do have the chance and the power and the opportunity to change it and make it something better. So I think we're gonna wait on that one and talk about it when I feel like I can portray it in a more positive light and also when it just feels a little more complete. Obviously nothing's ever absolutely complete, but I think it would be better if that topic waited. Instead though, we're going to talk about um, a little more neutral topic, I guess more commonly shared topic we're just going to talk about college and especially about not really knowing what's going on in college or what happens after it so if you don't already know i mentioned this in the last episode i had i'm i just finished my first year in college so i intend to be graduating class of 2024 with an undergraduate degree currently I am a nursing major. Well, to be more technical, I'm a pre-nursing major. And then once I finish my pre-nursing prerequisites, I'll be a nursing major. And so at the college that I'm currently going to, 
Um, it's a four-year degree plan for those who want to be a nurse. First two years are pre-nursing, um, and the second two years are when you go to nursing school, and when you graduate from nursing school is when you get your BSN, Bachelor's of Science in Nursing. And just to like give you a little context, um, the first two years, like the pre-nursing, you are on the regular, the school's regular campus. Um, and then the nursing school, for some reason, is in a city that's like two hours away. It's like off, like away from the regular campus. Um, the school of nursing is in a different city. So that's just kind of like what we're running with here. When I applied to college, I applied with the major biology. Um, and I intended to be on a pre-med track, a pre-medical track. So basically completing my prerequisites that would help me get into med school. Because I wanted to be a doctor, I wanted to be a pediatrician. And when I got to college, <laughs> uh, I dropped biology and also pre-med within like the first month. I dropped biology first and switched to a different major called health science studies. And then a little bit later, I just dropped pre-med in general. I didn't want to take those prerequisites to be a doctor. I didn't want to be a doctor anymore. And it caused quite a bit of disruption and uneasiness in my family because it did kind of come out of nowhere I have wanted to be a pediatrician since I was eight essentially so basically for the past 10 years of my life before college I was planning on being a doctor and being a pediatrician and I will say it's not entirely my parents fault like never once were my parents like you have to be a doctor and we're forcing you to do that. Like they're very Asian in certain ways, but I do appreciate the fact that they chose not to be a very traditional Asian in that way. They didn't force me to do anything. They didn't force me to do any career. They just wanted me to have a stable career and make more money than they make right now because we didn't grow up very um, wealthy and we didn't have a lot of luxuries. I really appreciated that. However, even though they didn't force me to be a doctor or to go to med school, it was a very highly praised suggestion for me to go be a doctor and to work in healthcare. And because I have two older siblings who were kind of having the more serious career talks in front of me, like an elementary school kid, it was kind of like, okay, like I can see the trouble that they're having. So now I have to have a good job. I have to be a doctor. And so that's kind of like something that I forced myself into. But after gathering clues from my environment, looking back, like as of right now, looking back, I wish that my parents had also suggested to me other jobs and other fields. Because even though I do want to stay healthcare and I really do feel like I want to be in the healthcare field. I wish that they had introduced me to other non-healthcare related majors, like business or something. Cause like business is not a bad major at all. Like it's always a joke that like business majors do nothing. 
and you know it's a funny joke because compared to like pre-med it's not as rigorous but there are quite a bit of good jobs that come out of being a business major and even my dad does like business now so that's why i was always confused why didn't they introduce that to me when i was younger because that would have given me a little more room to choose and like it's also not a bad job like you can make a lot of money from that but yeah so uh my college they do this like freshman mandatory class that's like accommodated to your major and like to your um college career track so like all the pre-med students had to take this class um that basically explained what it really takes to be a doctor like the steps like after undergrad you have to like apply to this do this gain certain things from this and then like after that like this is what it's really like to be a doctor and they kept emphasizing like you have to have a passion for it you have to have a passion for it if you don't have a passion for it then there's no point like you can literally graduate top of your class go to med school graduate top of your class but if you don't have a passion to be a doctor like there's no point and that really resonated with me because I was like, I don't really want to be a doctor to be a doctor. I wanted to be a doctor for the status and the success that it could bring to my immediate family as well as my parents and my brother's family. So it was just like a very, it. I mean, essentially it's a dream job. And that's what I liked about it. But I didn't really care I did care about the patients and like the people, but I didn't care enough to put myself through the process of like residencies and med school for that. Because I don't know how it is in other countries, but in America specifically, the process of getting into med school is so unnecessarily hard. It brings so much stress for no reason. I mean, I'm like, there is reason. But I really don't think it needs to be that excessive. Like, if that process is causing literal harm, then what is the point? Like, if students are killing themselves over this process, then there's no point in having the process be that difficult. You're just, you're literally just shooting yourself in the leg. Like, if these students are killing themselves because of how hard this process is, then you're not even going to have doctors, you know? Like, you're not going to have anyone in the future if you're killing them off now. And it's not even, like, a good test to be, like, who's who's really willing to be a doctor. It's literally just who is going to kill themselves later. And I just, like, I didn't really want to do that. And I didn't love the job as much as I thought I did. And honestly, it isn't fair for me to pursue that career and go on and serve people if my heart isn't in it like it I could eventually cause harm to the patients and that's just awful I would never want to be that person so that's why I was like okay I I don't want to be a doctor anymore and so when I had that realization okay well first since I came in biology which is already stupid because my high school did a poor job of explaining that you can literally major in anything and be on a pre-med track and still be a doctor. I thought you had to be a bio major or like a biochem major or a chem major, like one of those three ones. And then also pre-med in order to be a doctor. 
So when I came in and I looked at my little degree audit and I realized I had to take like these stupid biologies, I was like, um, I don't really see how this has to do with being a pediatrician and I don't really like it. Frankly, I don't like it. Cause the two tracks that they had at my school for biology was like either molecular biology or I forgot the other one, but it was like, it was like, you know what? I'm not even gonna finish that because I, I don't even know. But yeah, I was like, don't really care too much about cells and I don't want to spend the last two years of college studying cells. So I was like, okay, biology is not for me. However, my college does offer this really cool major that is specifically for kids who are on a health science tracks. So whether that be like pre-dent, pre-dentistry, like pre-PT, pre-PA, all of the healthcare pre's. So this, this major was basically made so that you don't have that many classes to take outside of your pre-healthcare career track. And there weren't that many complicated sciences to take outside of those um, like med school requirements. So yeah, I switched to that major, which like kind of already set my parents off because they were like, oh, this is a change. But I explained to them, I was like, I'm literally doing the same thing. It's just, I don't have to take unnecessary biology classes. And they're like, okay, like that's, that's fine. And then I told them that I didn't want to be a doctor anymore. And like that really upset them. And they were like, you've been wanting to be a pediatrician since you were eight years old. And I was like, yeah, because when I was eight years old, I didn't know that I literally had to like do all this stuff to be a doctor. I didn't know that this process could literally cause me to end my life. And I told them about all my reasons and they're like, okay, like that's fair. Like we are never gonna force you to be something, which is a lie. You'll hear later why that was a lie, but they said that. And they're like, okay, like, what do you want to do? And I was like, ah, uh, I'm figuring it out. Um, they're like, well, you're scaring us because we're paying about like 60K. Actually, that's just tuition. We're paying more than 60K because of food and rooming, and stuff like that. We're paying more than 60K for you to be unsure. And I was like, sorry. And they're like, if you don't figure it out, then we have no choice to send you to a cheaper school. And I was like, you know what, that's fair. I said that was fair, even though technically I'm paying for my own school right now. But, you know, I was like, I get it. Like, they do have a point. I kind of need to have a goal in order for me to feel motivated to complete school. You know, like, I'm not just going to be a washed up, like, townie. And so I was thinking about, like, what I enjoy that I can make a career. And that's where nutrition comes in. I am really into nutrition. And, you know, out of all my hobbies and interests that I have committed to and that like, actually stay in my life, um, that's the only one that I can make like a successful career out of. Not saying that like music and like, what else do I do? Like photography. I'm not saying those aren't successful careers, but knowing me and I want to stay in healthcare, like obviously nutrition's a little bit closer to healthcare than say photography or music, you know? And, you know, nutritional sciences, like it isn't a bad major. And so that's what I wanted to do. 
well, I'm still figuring out if that's what I really want to do, but I'm really interested in it. Let's just leave it at that. And so I came to my parents saying I'm really interested in it, and I was considering being a dietitian, and they were like, who? Uh, and I was like, what? And they were like, they don't make that much money. And I was like, I mean, obviously they don't make like a doctor's pay. Like if you want me to kind of match the doctor's pay, then I'm, I guess I have to switch to like freaking like pre-law or something. I was like, I mean, nothing really matches a doctor's pay, you know, that I like or that will give me a peace of mind and actually let me complete college. And it was just like a big thing of them like not seeing that as a sustainable career and like me having to explain to them that like it literally every single hospital needs a dietitian like the patients need someone to be like here's what you need to be eating based on what's going on in your life. And because I had like just kind of set myself on that I personally didn't have that much evidence and that much fact to support my my argument. So that didn't really help either, and eventually my parents were like, how about you try nursing? And I was pissed, because I didn't want to be a nurse. Because one of my older brothers is a nurse, and I kind of already spent most of my life either copying him or living in the shadows, so it wasn't really, like, I don't have anything against nursing the job, but it was more of just like a in spite of and like my pride didn't want me to be a nurse. Which sounds bad, but like there are so many career options I could choose from. Why would I choose to be another thing that would just have me be associated with my brother? And that's it. I'll like I'll never be anything else. So that really took me. And then I did some thinking and a lot of praying. And I was like, bruh. I was like, what is this? Like I didn't think that I would be, you know, having more of a hard time about choosing what I wanted to study than actually studying. Like, my grades were fine. It was the choosing what I wanted to study that was hard. And then one day, my friend texted me, and he was like, Jolene, don't be mad at me. And I was like, what? And he was like, I think I'm gonna switch to nursing. And it was like in the middle of me, like, praying for a sign if I should switch to nursing. And I was like, bruh, I was like, I was talking to God and I was like, dude, is this the sign? Like, is this, is this it? And so I took it as my sign and I like agreed, but I was like, I still am really interested in nutrition. Like end game right now, I want to be a dietitianist and not a nurse. Like I don't want my nursing to be my, like my career. And my parents were like, okay, but we don't want you to major in nutritional sciences because like once you major in that you're com- like you are very committed to it and that career just frankly doesn't give you a lot of money and i was like yeah you do have a point and also like i don't have to be a nutritional sciences major in order to get my masters in nutrition oh i forgot to add starting from January 1st of the year that I graduate in order to be a dietitian you now have to or like starting from that point you have to get a master's degree in nutritional sciences it used to be that you can just graduate with a bachelor's and then you can get your licensure for um an RDN but 
now you have to get a master's so yeah that was also a big thing so i was just like okay that's fair and i can still go get i can get into a master's program and that's totally fine and then i was like okay i guess i'm nursing now and like it, a lot of my credits like carried over just because the first year is just a lot of intro classes anyways and i stuck to the same like health science kind of area so there wasn't that many things to make up and a lot, i talked to my counselors and like my advisors and they can be like you know given credit for certain classes so yeah there's just a lot of that and that's basically the point that i'm at right now um i'm a nursing major I tried to have a nutrition minor with my nursing major, but because I physically have to leave this campus and go to a different campus and that different campus doesn't offer nutrition classes, it was kind of hard for me to complete my minor. Um, it's like literally having three semesters left on um, the original campus to complete a nutrition minor that's supposed to be spread out between eight semesters. So that was kind of like I couldn't do it and I couldn't transfer like summer credits in, so that kind of sucked. So I was just like, okay, I will just drop nutrition minor. I'll like sign up for nutrition classes that I wanna take, but it just won't be enough to be, for it to be considered a minor. So I was like kind of bummed about that. And um, even after I decided to be a nurse, there are multiple times where I went back with my parents and I was like, I'm reconsidering and they're like, you can't reconsider, like it's too late, which it wasn't too late at all, they were being dramatic. But yeah, I just like had a lot of very troubled conversations with my parents, which I had a hard time understanding why, because it's my career, not theirs. Anyways, that made me sound like a brat, but I mean, I do really see it that way because like, if they don't want to take care of homeless me when I'm homeless then don't like, that's fine like I'm a grown adult like I did it to myself I can accept my consequences but you know you know how parents especially Asian parents be so that's kind of frustrating and then the main thing that really really irked me about leaving campus for nursing was the fact that I'm literally leaving like I have to leave my friends behind and uh, I'll talk about this in another episode probably, but like growing up, friends were always kind of just like surface level for me and I didn't want to make very deep connections and then I come to college and I find people that I really do feel that deep connection with like naturally and they like choose me, like they actually want to be with me and so I really enjoyed that feeling of like being wanted and I like finally felt like I had made friends that weren't just gonna like fade away from me but then now I'm literally leaving them so that's like really big bummer bro and I know that I shouldn't let my social life kind of influence my career decision like obviously like it's so dumb but at the same time, it's not even a major that I want. Like, it'd be totally different. I would be so willing to give up my social life if I had to leave for, like, a major that I genuinely wanted. But this is, like, not even worth it to me. Like, I don't really 
see the purpose of it. But, you know, that's just what I gotta do. That's what I'm doing right now. So that really sucks. And it's it's frustrating. It's really sad to think about because all your like all my friends are good people and they're good friends and they're trying to comfort me and being like no like we'll come visit you because i don't have a car let me also add that in there i don't have a car and i don't really enjoy being a burden to my friends so i never am going to be like can you come visit me this weekend i'm never going to be like that so it's just everything is based on like their willingness to come see me and stuff which I trust them and I like trust that they still value me but frankly nothing will ever be the same the once I leave campus after this year and move to a different city it will never be the same no matter how hard I try, how hard I try to recreate it it will never be the same um, I mean it could be better while I doubt it because right now I'm literally living like a hallway away from my friends, but it will never be the same. Going back to like actual career, my current plan is to graduate with my BSN and typically it's pretty um, easy to find a job right after graduation for nurses just because you always need nurses. And my brother's living proof of that. So I'm planning on making a little bit of cash money for maybe like six months, a year. And then I want to enroll in a master's in nutrition program because I did a little research. I don't really need to be a nutrition major or minor to enroll. I kind of just have to, um, well, I, every program specific, but I'll find one that works with me. But generally you just have to have like a lot of like science background, which I would since I'm nursing and once I enroll in that nutrition master's program I'll complete it and I'll have a master's in nutrition I can take my exam and get my RD or my RDM depending on what state I'm living in and yeah that's that's that is the current plan but the problem with that plan is that I am still not even 100% sure I want to be a dietitian nutritionist you know like even though it's a topic that I'm really interested in and that will work as a career who knows what the actual career is is like you know like I like the task might be like boring like I might just be an office worker you know and unless I move to like California I feel like it's pretty pointless to have like a dietitian outside of a hospital setting but I don't know, there's just a lot of research that I have to do and my brain is not meant for that. So it's just kind of hard. I'm just kind of going where the wind takes me. But in this case, the wind is my parents. <laughs> I'm literally just doing whatever they want because I don't like arguing with them. To be honest, the most like dream job I could have is trophy wife of a very rich and successful and loving husband. I always joke with my friends and like my family saying that I want to be a trophy wife with rights because like most trophy wives like they don't really have a lot of say what goes on in their life. I do. I'm pretty controlling. I want to say, but I also don't want to work. So maybe, maybe I'll just like finish 
my like bsn and go work as a nurse in the hospital and i'll find like a really hot rich doctor and just marry him and i won't have to work and i don't even have to go to extra schooling for to be an rdn because i can just live at home oh i would love that i i love not having to work for things that sounded really toxic and i'm like partially joking partially not because who really isn't joking about that if i were to continue my career i'm still quite unsure with nutrition but at the same time i don't i literally don't know anything else that i want to do so even with this plan where i do get to end up being a dietitian it's kind of hard to be motivated because it doesn't really feel like I, I i truly want it you know like what what end goal am i working towards if i don't really want it what am i doing all this for and that can go for about like anything like not even career like if you don't really like the goal then you're not going to work for it and if you don't really want it that much you're just not going to work for it like you can have so many plans written down step by step in front of you but if you don't want the end result whatever whatever the result is then there's no point in going through all the steps there's no point in following that plan so it's kind of just like where my head is at right now because like i have worked it out i have um looked at all the steps and i'm currently on track but it just kind of feels like there's no genuine motive behind it it's kind of just going along with it which is what i've been doing for all my life and i fear that if i just keep letting it happen then that's just how it'll always be in the future and when I when it comes time that I do want to make a decision about something and I do want to reach a goal, I, I won't be able to. And if you're listening, you're probably going to be like, well, why are you telling us that? Why don't you go tell your parents the entire monologue you just went on and uh, instead of making a podcast about it? Well, let me tell you. Mm, I'm Asian. Like, I don't really know what to... Like, I, my parents are understanding and stuff. But they have already told me that there is no more to discuss about this topic. And because I just don't really have the energy in me to continue fighting this battle, I don't really, there's nothing left to do about it. I'm just going to stick with nursing, even though it's sad and it doesn't really make me happy. I'm just going to stick with it and get to the next step where I'm making money immediately after um, graduation. And if I do want to still do nutrition after that, then at least I'll like have money to do it. But if I decide like, heck no, I don't wanna do nutrition anymore, am I stupid? Then I'm just gonna keep making money with nursing or take the money that I did make with nursing and just go totally off the rails. I might be like an influencer or something. You might catch me on Instagram, I don't know. I think it's best for me right now to just take it one step at a time. Uh, and even though I won't be entirely happy, I think, I think it'll work out in the end and I have faith. That whole 
topic really just like ended in such a depressing note. And I definitely said that I didn't want to talk about um, the other topic because it didn't feel complete. And this also wasn't complete at all. But, you know, we're just going to go with it. I, I kind of feel better about talking um, about this topic than I did the other one. So we're just going to stick with this one. And, you know, just hope for the best. That's, that's all I can really do right now. Besides the whole college future of my career and like the rest of my life type thing, I think also I just gotta enjoy the last two semesters I do have on this campus. Uh, even though it will be hard because I will always be thinking about me leaving in the back of my head. But I just gotta enjoy it and be grateful that I do have friends that want to spend my last two semesters with me. And I just want to say that like, obviously this is all very dramatic and like I'm definitely not the only nursing student that has to deal with leaving their friends, but this podcast is about me, so let me be dramatic. <laughs> this topic, college and like career and figuring it out is hard and it's hard for everyone. So I hope that, I hope that you, when you listen to this, you either gain something, whether it be actual good piece of information that you can use to apply to your life, or whether it be just the comfort of knowing that you're not the only one with issues. That being said, I'm going to end this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Ooh, I did not choose a song to end today with. Let me go look at my Spotify and see what I've been listening to lately and recommend a good song to end this episode on. Okay, the song that I've chosen for today is I'm With You by Group Love. It's off their album Spreading Rumors. There is a very long intro of literally no singing, just instrumental that literally doesn't even sound like the rest of the song. It is a minute and a half. No, I think a minute and 50 seconds, I think is more correct. So you have to listen to at least a minute and 50 seconds of the song, please. Get through that intro. I promise it's the song is really good. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. And I hope that I'm always spreading positive energy with these podcast episodes. And I will talk to you next time.